Just a bit of housekeeping before we get too deep in uh, Voices of the Sacred Feminine streams live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, or you can catch us later from the archives at your convenience. And we're now on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple, iHeart, uh, all of them out there, uh, you can find us. So if you have a favorite, uh, you can listen from there. Uh, you can click on from my website, KarenTate.net. You can go to Blog Talk. I mean, there's all different paths to find me. Uh, so if you're ever having difficulty, just uh, pop me an email, and I will be more than happy to uh, find one that works for you. And I'd love to hear from you. If you have any show ideas, uh, interview ideas, um, I love my listeners uh, to have some input in the show. Uh, if you want to run commercials about your work, uh, they're very affordable. And when I say very affordable, I really mean it. And um, if you, uh, you know, if there's anything you believe would make this uh, show better, don't hesitate to contact me. Uh, and you can do it again through my website at Karen Tate. Net. And um, shout out to the, uh, the women artists who allow me to use their music here on the show, uh, Diva Haley, Alea Deo, Abigail Spinner McBride, uh, Celia, um, who you were listening to this morning actually, and that was her cut um, called Meta Prayer. And if you happen to be new to the show, uh, I'm Karen Tate, and uh, my guests and I discuss all the things uh, my mama told me that nice ladies didn't discuss at the dinner table. But, you know, I grew up in the Bible Belt, so things were different, and they were different way back when. So, uh, yeah, here we discuss sex, power, gender, religion, politics, uh, and, you know, we do it because um, we know we need a new normal. We want to change the world. So uh, unlock your toolkit and empower yourself because knowledge is power. And, you know, I've been kind of stalling just a little bit here because uh, my guest, Dale Allen, uh, has not called in, and uh, we were talking about this last night, so I am really wondering where she is. Um, I am going to play just a little bit of music real quick here uh, 
and I'm going to pop her an email. So you know what? Uh, don't disappear on me yet. Uh, we still may salvage this. Um, I think I'm going to start with uh, let you hear from Joe Carson, and then um, uh, I'll be back, and I'll let you know where things stand. Uh, thanks, listeners. Uh, don't go away. Let me say a few things about Joe Carson's film, Dancing with Gaia, an exploration of Earth-based spirituality shot at sacred sites around the world. Here is Drusilla Pettibone on Dearmist.com. I was truly touched and even awed by the film. I really appreciate that there is so much substantive information to digest. For example, the info about hinges and tracing the horizon line is all new to me and totally fascinating. The film was very beautiful, and I was amazed how it was able to capture so many of the descriptions visually and seamlessly connect vintage footage with modern. I especially loved when images were dynamically superimposed on each other, like the lace with the water and the dancing in the flowering meadow. A visual feast, and with so many layers. I am also pleased to have been introduced to Monica Shu and her work, It's so important for pagans to become aware of our heritage. It seems easily lost among so many new books, and the film really brought me home in a new way. Dancing with Gaia is available at dancingwithgaia.com. I just got a message from Dale, and uh, she is having a little bit of trouble uh, calling in. So we're going to give her a little bit of time here, and I'm just going to share with you uh, what it was um, I was going to say at the end of the show, and I will say it at the beginning instead. Uh, First of all, um, I wanted to let you know that uh, over a 1,000 women around the world will be coming together in a unified field of sacred ceremonies uh, within the 1,000 Goddesses Gathering Global Grid in late October. Uh, Collectively, we will be helping to fulfill the Tibetan prophecy, which states that when a thousand goddesses or Tibetan Taras unite, then the tone of our sacred earth will shift from fear to compassion. Per Mother Gaia's request uh, from all of us, according to Mayor Cromwell, the organizer, uh, we will be one of the significant nodes of divine feminine presence grounded into Mother Gaia's heart and calling on Grandmother Spider to support the weaving of our powerful goddess ceremonial energies into Gaia's oneness grid that day. Plus, exciting that we may be able to actually document the healing energies of our united field of divine feminine ceremonies. The Great Mother Loveway, organizer of the Thousand Goddesses Gathering Global Grid, is partnering with the HeartMath Institute to scientifically measure the rising of the collective heart coherence or the energetic shift. 
which is expected to result from our worldwide field of ceremonies. So uh, I am quite excited to be a sponsor or partner uh, of this uh, Global Divine Feminine Grid, and I invite you to be a part of it too. Uh, You can join us doing ceremony and weave our ceremonies together to anchor the Divine Feminine more powerfully into our sacred earth. So to um, participate virtually or find out if there's uh, a group that's going to be doing that uh, near you, I believe it's on the 21st of October, uh, please go to www.1000goddesses.net. Uh, www.1000goddesses.net and uh, well so far Dale has not made it in yet she says all the circuits are busy Um, I've not ever had that happen before I'm going to go ahead and uh, give her a call Um, you know pop her an email and uh, see if uh, you know uh, she's able to get in with us And um, while we do that, or while she does that, I'm going to tell you about um, the Sacred Feminine Women's Gathering in Magical San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, November 6th through 8th. Um, This is a beautiful small city, uh, voted Travel and Leisure's most enchanting destination in Mexico in 2023. Uh, Calling the Circle will have a ceremony with Native facilitators, uh, speakers who will share goddess wisdom, smaller sister discussion groups, journaling, sound healing, and collaborative creative experiences. Our intention is to connect, inspire, empower, and celebrate the divine feminine in us all. So join us as we connect with the essence of goddess wisdom, learn from women considered inspirational leaders in their fields, and explore topics that include sacred feminine spirituality, ancient matriarchal cultures, ritual, creativity, and the visionary path into this new time. Uh, This will be a time to nourish and transform and our world at this time of deep awakening. Visit the website to learn more and to register. And uh, that website is sacredfemininecircle.com, sacredfemininecircle.com. So, um, no deal, no deal. I don't know what the problem is. I'm going to give her a little bit more time. Um, I'm going to share with you... uh, what went out on my newsletter uh, that I've been getting so much uh, good feedback from. And, um, you know, and I hope by the time I'm finished doing that, uh, uh, Dale will be with us. And, you know, we'll, you know, just have to play this by ear. So uh, let me just get to that. Uh, It has actually uh, was earned me uh, quite a few cups of coffee this morning, and I was really grateful uh, for the folks that uh, went there and bought me a cup. Um, I don't know if you know about that. Maybe you do if you've seen my website, but there's this new thing out there that you can support folks who, um, you know, you like their work, and um, and the way it works is uh, you can go to my website and scroll down to the bottom of the page, and... Um, if you want to make a donation to my work, you can. 
and uh, you can do it in $5 increments. And I actually got uh, several this morning. So I thank uh, those of you out there, even the ones who uh, donated anonymously. So anyway, uh, my newsletter for the month went out uh, yesterday, and um, it uh, was titled, Sacred Feminine as a Vehicle to Ascension. Might Goddess Actually Be the Light? Hmm. So this is what I said. We're all at different points on our spiritual journey. I was born into Catholicism and parked there for a while. Believe it or not, I even contemplated becoming a nun. Little did I ever imagine way back then I'd actually become an ordained interfaith minister and priestess of goddess. I didn't even know those roles existed from my purview within the Bible Belt in New Orleans, just as today many have not discovered there was a pagan clergy, or there is a pagan clergy, and something called women priests. We all start somewhere and travel along that spiritual road. It's like getting into your car in Miami and traveling to Seattle. You'll probably make a lot of stops and enjoy the local color along the way, tasting new flavors and trying on new ideas for size. When I discovered goddess spirituality, uh, particularly the flavors of eco-feminist goddess spirituality and sacred feminine liberation theology, I fell hard. Always one to fight for the underdog, to believe we all deserve to have our boats float, this spirituality offered with the domination, oppression, exploitation, and extraction of patriarchy did not. Here, equality, justice, beauty, partnership, and love ruled the day. Nurturing, gratitude, compassion, and honoring our intuition were rules of the road. Becoming wise stewards of Mother Gaia were priorities. Men and women no longer would be conditioned to endure shame without, uh, about their sexuality. People could be their authentic selves under the expansive umbrella of goddess. We could focus on win-win situations rather than competition or survival of the fittest ideas where might made right. The great she or creatrix as deity archetype and ideal was our vehicle toward liberation and manifesting a new normal, eventually taking us away from war, greed, authoritarianism, corruption, predator capitalism, and patriarchy. I know it might sound utopian or idealistic, but it was certainly a better roadmap going forward than the one we'd been using to steer our course for hundreds of years. And if you've been in women's studies classes, you know before patriarchy, there were actually better ways people lived within society than the systems we endure now. We've simply been normalizing domination and abuse to survive and the powers that be manufacturing our consent. So I thought I was done. This was it. I was at the end of my spiritual journey. I could press the brakes to the floor and stop. I could coast, confident in the knowledge I had achieved my highest spiritual potential. I had found the answer. Well, turns out there's perhaps another leg to this journey. And I've started going down the road and invite you to come along. Have you heard of Ascension? shifting from the third dimension to the fifth or beyond. Many people have been in this for a long time. Some of us are late to the game and just getting there now. Okay, 
uh, I'd heard of emanation theology or the light coming down from the heavens and bestowing grace, goodness, and wisdom upon us. I was skeptical of this light. Sometimes I was skeptical of the people uh, talking about the light. What was the source of the light? Was it goddess, Christ, Buddha, Archangel Michael, aliens, our higher self or soul, our ancestors, or our, you know, our spirit guides? You know, I had even been called a light bringer by uh, quite a few people, but I didn't really put much stock in it. Seemed too new agey and airy fairy to me, an analytical Virgo. I mean, how could we believe these people getting these downloads, accessing the Akashic records, and channeling characters like the Archangel Michael or Mother Mary? It all just felt like a little too much to swallow to me until recently, until I started connecting some dots. I mean, I didn't have to swallow it all, but maybe there were kernels of truth in what I was hearing worth investigating. So what if, what if goddess spirituality was the vehicle that took me to where I am now, ready to take this next leap? Could values of goddess be a vehicle toward ascension? Dare we reach for the forbidden fruit of knowledge. Well, that's where I end the October newsletter, and um, I'm going to be uh, continuing it in the the November newsletter. So if you aren't yet on my uh, newsletter list, uh, you'll want to reach out to me and uh, ask to join. Well, folks, um, you know, I'm really sorry. Uh, I don't know where Dale is. I know she's probably making an effort to get on the phone, and she says the circuits are all busy. Uh, but uh, for some reason, she's not able to get through. So we will just, um, you know, we will just have to reschedule. And uh, I want to thank you for uh, tuning in and for listening. And um, you know, uh, come back next time. I have not had this happen in uh, a dozen years of podcasting, and uh, unfortunately, when you only have one guest scheduled for the show, I guess this is what happens when they can't get in. So uh, we're going to uh, close, as we always do, with an homage to Sekhmet, uh, our lion-headed Egyptian goddess. <laughs>